This is American Sunshine. power of the human spirit. And really, one of the things that inspires me, and that is the revitalization of all our wonderful towns and communities in New Hampshire and and really across America. And uh, we're going to share with you some of the background of how we got started in this um, and where we're going to go with the podcast uh, as we go forward. I think it's going to be an awful lot of fun. You know, we welcome you to join us for this journey. And I'm joined uh, by my good colleague, uh, Ryan Knowles here, who's actually been with me every step of the way as we've started the Newport Sunshine Initiative and, um, and so many other the aspects of what American Sunshine is all about. Well, welcome, Ryan. How are you today? I'm doing well, Jay. How are you? It's, uh, it's, just, it's a gorgeous, wonderful day. And um, I'm excited about the podcast because I think so many of us in America really have a sense of really wanting to be part of a community. And, um, you know, sometimes in our daily lives, we get so busy that, that it's not always quite possible. But, uh, you know, we want to be sharing that optimistic, positive spirit. And, uh, and that's really what American Sunshine is all about. Yeah, I mean, I think um, what, what initially drew me into the, I guess, the, the Newport Sunshine Initiative, which is where this all started, and, um, you know, the, the vision that, that you've put out for, for a lot of people was that there, it, it was, there's no politics involved. It's, um, you know, there's, there's no partisanship. Um, and you and I actually have varying, <laughs> very different <laughs> views on, on politics, but I think there are certain things that we, you know, as Americans can agree on. And, and that's, that's ultimately what, what, what well, that's we, the, uh, the essence of, of what we're doing here. Well, Ryan, you're so, you're so right about that. You know, when I wrote, I actually wrote the book, American Sunshine, a rays of um, hope and opportunity. And, um, and that's what was really the, the, the inspiration. It's that, you know, I look at America and um, there's such a political divide and, and it's not just a divide, but there's also bitterness and divisiveness and so forth. And I look at the future and I say, if we can just kind of, um, go above and beyond all the things that divide us and uh, look at those um, fundamental values, the spirit that unite us, then we can accomplish so much and it's so exciting. And so that was really the vision around the Newport Sunshine Initiative. You know, I had grown up, not everybody knows where Newport, New Hampshire is. Or uh, I mean, I, where- I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, did, you didn't and you had, you know, you had grown up in New England, but that's but- true. Um, but Newport, it's in, it's in New Hampshire. It's in the western part of the state, so it's not right right in this you know in the center of a lot of the activity near the greater Boston area or on the seacoast. But but off to more toward the Vermont side, and um, about twenty thirty miles north south of the Dartmouth College, Hanover Lebanon region near Lake Sunapee, but kind of tucked away in a beautiful little valley. And um, growing up there, it's a town of about six thousand people. And when I was growing up, um, you can picture this, and I know you can picture it because you've been there, but a, a Norman Rockwell Main Street. Now, Newport has one of the, the widest, actually, Main Streets probably in the state, if not way beyond. You know, I, I, I don't know of any other uh, Main Street that's as beautiful as Newport. But growing up, it had shops up and down that Main Street. You know, I can actually remember going walking down the Main Street when I was eight years old or 10 or 12 
and um, seeing there was the ShopRite grocery store. We had several grocery stores on the main street, actually. Um, the Kelly's drugstore, a Rexall drugstore, where there's a soda fountain and where people would congregate. They'd go in and buy their newspapers. You had Martin's Hardware, owned by uh, Donnie Martin and his brothers, uh, Jimmy and Jerry. And um, it was also a place where people would congregate. And you had this sense of community, um, you know, on a Friday night uh, or a Saturday morning, bustling sort of place. It'd be hard to even get a parking place. But it, but the sense of community was so strong because everybody knew who the owners of all those small businesses. They knew the families that owned them. They and even though I might have been eight or ten or twelve years old, they would know me, <laughs> and they know they they have no no my you know my family and so forth. It's a real sense of community. So and I think that's what America really that's the backbone, the strength of America. Communities like that. And um, so years go by. Uh, and Newport, not unlike so many other towns really across the Midwest, uh, upstate New York, uh, really across our country, um, had gone through a long, slow economic decline in the, the 70s, the 80s, 90s. And, um, you know, so, so as I was, and I've been back there many, many times, of course, but it just sort of struck my wife, Karen, and me about three years ago as we were driving through town that it just wasn't that same place that I remembered uh, growing up. That, um, you know, that main street that had all those really bustling storefronts. Um, instead, you got you got vacant storefronts and you got kind of a hollowing out, if you will. Well, um, Jay, and, and, and on that point, um, you know, I think it's 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 interesting because, um, as you know, I, I just came back from uh, the Indianapolis 500 and um, actually drove back. Oh, wow. So you drove probably, what, Interstate 90 maybe or uh, all the way across? Did 70 to 76 to 78 um, oh, then, through, yeah. through Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Um, but what was fascinating is that you go through these towns and I think it it, it makes you realize a lot of people are being left behind. Um, you know, you, you know, you say that, Ryan, and um, Karen and I had occasion to go to a wedding down in um, sort of on the border between uh, the northern part of North Carolina and the southern part of Virginia, but more out toward the Appalachian uh, direction. And um, we're coming back from the rehearsal um, dinner on a Friday night. It was pr pretty late and we were headed toward a, a, a hotel we were going to go to. And we saw in the distance a town. And it looked beautiful. It was, ironically, the name of it is South Boston, South Boston, Virginia. Um, doesn't look anything like Boston, but it's called South Boston, Virginia. And we looked out in the distance and said, wow, that's a beautiful town. And it, it was about a mile or so off our path, but we said, hey, it's 1130 at night. You know, it's pretty late. Let's, what the heck, let's just go take a drive through this town and see what it's like. So we, we went over and we, we drove into the town. It was a town about the size of Newport, actually. And this beautiful town, we, we drove from the top of their main street all the way down to down the main street. And what was absolutely shocking to us was that this beautiful town that looked so great in the distance, as you drove through and looked at all of the storefronts, they were virtually 100% empty. Yeah, and that, it was all shelled out. I mean, and you could see the. I mean, it really touched you. It was you could see the history of this beautiful place, where there was life and there was vitality, and today there's not. And that's. I mean, yeah. that's that's probably very similar to maybe some of the things you saw coming across the country. Yeah, I mean, well, I've I've been doing that drive since um, since I was about I think eleven years old. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. When, when uh, we first moved from Chicago to, to New England, um, when I was 10, we'd drive out to Indianapolis and it was really, you know, my dad was a, a road warrior, worked in, in TV and in film and uh, would always say on those drives from New York or Connecticut, where we, we grew up, Connecticut to Indianapolis, you know, boys, this is, this is America right here. Um, mm. And, <clears throat> you know, it, it's shocking because you come from, you know, the suburbs of New York, um, grew up in, you know, summering in Maine and um you go to other parts of the country and not to say that it's disparate, but it is, it gives you perspective. And I think, um, especially looking, looking to now, I think the, the Newport sunshine initiative, I think the well, yeah. American sunshine initiative is, is, is really well, the time what, is what now. People, yeah. The I mean, time a lot is of now. people it really, it really is. You know, that's what gets me so excited. The time is now yeah. that we, we have this one moment and, and you know, it actually is a great moment. We started this three years ago and, um, you know, my wife and I, we were just two of us and we said, we want to really change things. We want to bring a positive spirit to Newport that's uh, been down for some time, but great people in a great town. And if we can just get some economic vitality and some momentum. And today we've got uh, as many as about 100 people. So we've gone from two people to more than 100 who've been involved in this Newport Sunshine Initiative bringing jobs to town. Uh, just re By the way, we just revitalized. Um, Newport's done a phenomenal job on their opera house. So yeah. an opera house right in the middle of the main street, located downtown, built in 1886, historic building. You know, over the years, you know, it, 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 by, the, by the way, when it was built, it was known, this is so great, Ryan, it was known as the largest uh, the largest stage north of Boston, the best concert venue north of Boston. Newport, New Hampshire, wow. this Newport Opera House. Wow. Um, and by, by the way, it's on this stage that Newport got its nickname. And, and people may wonder where the Sunshine Initiative nickname comes from. But it comes from the really the name of the town. Newport is known as the Sunshine Town. And the reason is that on that stage, many, many years ago, uh, a vaudeville uh, performer named Billy B. Van uh, got up on stage and he looked out into the crowd and he said, I don't know what came upon him, but he sort of just maybe spontaneously said, Newport, it's the sunshine town. It's the town where the sun shines on both sides of the street. And that stuck. And that has been, you know, you'll see it on the signs around town. It's been on our, on our newspaper. I mean, Newport's known as the sunshine town. And um, so that opera house, we've just now completed a restoration, um, a million dollar plus restoration. Yeah, that, it's amazing. Well, you know what? It's what's, so what's, cool. <laughs> what, what's really great about it is that it's um, it, it we've we've honored the historic elements of the building. In fact, uh, even though we've got modern sound, modern lighting, modern everything, mm -hmm. but but we've honored the history. And even in this re renovation restoration project, uh, the as people were working on it, they discovered things that they didn't know existed, like some stained glass windows that have been up in the attic, sort of covered over that were part of the original design. Well, they're back now. And um, I think maybe one of the coolest parts of it is at in, in, in there's, there's such a beautiful building and there's a, a clock up at the top. It's also known as the town hall clock. And for years when I was growing up, it would ring uh, on the hour and on the half hour. 
and you could hear, you know, if it was 11 o'clock right. in the morning or 11 o'clock at night, you'd right, hear right. 11 dong, dong, yep. dong. It was great. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, it, the, the interesting thing is- It could it wake went, you up on a, on a Saturday when you're sleeping in. Yeah. If you, when, you're, when you're a teenager, you might be sleeping at 11. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But the, um, the great thing is it went silent for a number of years. And as part of this restoration, the town hall clock, the opera house cl- the clock is back and you hear the gongs again. And it's, I, I just think it's so symbolic of the, of the, of the rebirth of revitalization. It's, it's really exciting to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's what's, what's incredible to see too is, is where Newport was when you first started this and not that you necessarily had a, uh, you were doing all the things, but I think, no, no. um, What's great is people believe in themselves. People know that they can they can accomplish things, and um, you know there are things that have, have there's been a lot of things that have been done and uh, weren't successful, and there are things that have been incredibly successful. And I think that's part of the process. But um, it's a yeah, beautiful. And, you know, Ryan, yeah, I think it's important to say you know what you were alluding to that I don't want to take credit for for all of the things that are going on, but I where I do feel like the Sunshine Initiative has been really impactful is. We're bringing an optimism and a positivity, you know, and I, and I think one of the real uh, turning points or one of the real great moments is um, when we had we had been we had begun to develop some momentum, and um, we decided that we we really wanted to build that positive spirit. <laughs> so, sort of spontaneously, um, we decided, well, it'd be great to you know, think about the branding of the town and get everybody involved. And so we decided uh, to to plant flowers. We thought, you know, if you're right. the sunshine town, planting flowers would be, should be great. And then somebody said, well, if you're going to plant flowers, let's do sunflowers. And um, so all of a sudden, so we, the Sunshine Initiative, took it upon ourselves to mail out, <laughs> this is great, we put, we put sunflower seeds in envelopes. We did 2,000 envelopes of sunflower seeds, mm-hmm. mailed them out to every business, every home in Newport in the area, and people began planting sunflowers. And, um, and cool. as, they, it was, as they did, it gained momentum. And, uh, you know, in this school, uh, we're, there were projects about sunflowers, people posting Instagram photos with some, they were all over town. And somebody asked the question, I thought it was a very good question. Um, it, you know, what's the world record for most sunflowers in a town? And of course, none of us knew. So we had the uh, inspiration to call Guinness. And uh, Guinness <laughs> said, hey, uh, there is no record. There's no record. So we said, well, my gosh, that's a great opportunity. So we decided we would set the record. And one beautiful Saturday morning, and I think, uh, I mean, it was really one of the best days ever. A beautiful Saturday morning, if you can imagine, in September, in the fall, and just that crisp air. We had more than 500 people on our town common in Newport, all with sunflowers. Uh, Guinness flew a judge up to Newport and, uh, we did the official Guinness count and so forth. And, uh, the proclamation came forth that, uh, Newport is, it it was officially amazing. As the Guinness judge said, we won the world record. We set a new world record for, for sunflowers. And, um, what was really gratifying about it was it was the positive spirit that it engendered among kind of the town community spirit where, Everybody, you know, who brought their sunflower, got to keep these sunflower bouquets. But more important, they also got a little certificate saying, "Hey, you are, you have set up, you are a world record holder." And hey, I believe there it is. There it is. Yeah, world record holder. 
yeah, think about that. I mean, for kids and people, all of a sudden you go from maybe you've, we've had a lot of you know bad luck or bad times, maybe or tough times, and now all of a sudden we, things feel like they're turning around. We're setting world records and things are great and it's beautiful. And I think it's that positive spirit that if if, if the Sunshine Initiative has done one thing that I'm most proud of, I would I'd, I'd say it's that because if you can get that that um, that that element there, that positive spirit, so many things can happen. That power of belief, if you will. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it's really incredible what I think what what just doing little things like that. Maybe it doesn't have the the deep epic economic impact that that everyone's always looking for is um but it it to the point you're making, it helps people believe that there's a sense of community. There's a sense that there are others around you that believe in the same things that are going to support you. And, you know, similar to us having this conversation, maybe you don't agree on everything, but you can build towards something that you do agree on. And I think that's something that, that 10 is missing a little bit in America. And I think that's what, what, you know, NSI did or Newport sunshine initiative and what American sunshine can do in these conversations. Well, and that's the positive belief aspect of it. And then of course I divide, um, I, I kind of when people ask me, well, what's it all about? I say, well, the revitalization has two two buckets, if you will. One one bucket really is that revitalization of positivity, spirit, belief. The other one is the nuts and bolts, and the nuts and bolts are things like jobs, a workforce, getting great opportunities economically. It's housing, it's transportation. It's education and developing skills that'll, uh, and it's also the beautification of a main street and a community and, and all of that. And th- that's all hard work, but it, but it becomes much easier when you've got unity of spirit, unity of belief. And, you know, what, what excites me is that we're creating a model here where yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know, we've got this, these best practices that have been developing. Um, you know, one thing, you know, we, we're just now uh, developed all uh, elements of all of those things that I just mentioned. But one other exciting thing is that our town newspaper, uh, which, you know, how many communities around America have had, you know, that town newspaper could be a daily, might be a weekly, but it's where everybody would go for their news. And in the last say 10 years, uh, the newspaper business been a really tough business. A lot of paper, most paper, you know, many papers have gone out of business. And as a result, if you're in that community, how do you get your news? Um, so, and that's exactly what has happened in Newport. We had this institution called the Newport Argus Champion weekly newspaper, really great newspaper, come out every Thursday right after lunchtime. You go down and you, you buy your Argus Champion, and you know what's going on in town. If you if you don't if you don't read it, you don't know what's going on in town. <laughs> it's that simple. And uh, during the last ten years, it it fallen into. Uh, tough economic times. Um, it eventually simply became an insert in another paper on a weekly basis, and during COVID, uh, died altogether. But, wow. wow! Yeah, wow. That, and that's tough, you know. And so, well, it's it's happening all over the country. But you know, I think I think what's incredible is watching communities come back from that, and I think Newport's done that in an incredible way too. Well, and and just on the paper, Ryan, just uh, you may not know this, but um, we decided, you know, we've got to come back. We maybe yep. times have changed and we, we ought to be cognizant of the fact that 
a weekly paper in the old version may not be exactly what's called for now because there are other modes. You know, people are getting their news from uh, radio. Uh, we've got our, our community uh, TV, but we also have a lot of the social media. People get the, a lot of news on the web. But there still is an aspect where there's a, a need for that that paper you can hold in your hands and uh, and get in, in hard copy print. And that's what so we're we are now we've just decided and we, we we launched this initiative only a week ago officially and funded uh, that we'll be coming out with a um, a hard copy beautiful bi monthly print it won't be called the Newport Argus it'll be called the Newport Times and what's particularly exciting about it is that it the um, the the um, business model will be driven largely by volunteer journalism. And wow. uh, so content, get this, content <laughs> generated by, by the uh, students at the high school, by people from the, the senior center will have their, their, their part of the newspaper. Same thing for the police, the recreation department, the opera house, the gardening club. Everybody's going to have their ability to put news in. And the only one thing we've, we've, we've said is, and it's going to focus on positive news, <laughs> human interest stories, positive news, all those things that... You know, in social media, it's so easy to hear about the bad news stories, but yeah. um, there's a there's a place here we think for the positive news. Well, I think you know it's it's tough because uh, everybody goes through a tough time, and I think especially through the pandemic, um, how do you find how do you find the silver lining in everything, which is something that that you say often, and and that I think has helped also increase my own positivity <laughs> in, in how I see things, um, you know. And it's how do we how do we see really like through uh, how do we see the light at the end of the tunnel, right? And mm -hmm. with the pandemic, I think uh, brought about a lot of things that we were going to have to face at one time or another. Um, it, it accelerated that, but what I love about what I think this conversation is, is doing is it's bringing, um, it's bringing positivity in places where you can't necessarily find it. Um, but it's there and, it and, is. and you gotta, you gotta, sometimes you gotta dig deep for it, but, um, there's always an opportunity in, 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 Difficult and, moments, and, and maybe Ryan, you know, one one sort of final thought I'd love to to share here is it comes very much springs from exactly what you're saying, finding that silver lining. But um, the the um, the most active, most positive, and the greatest energy uh, that nobody has been more supportive in the Newport Sunshine Initiative than my good friend Roy Malul. Hey, and now, shout not, out Roy. Shout not everybody's going to know Roy, but I do have to share this quick thought, which is that Roy is 94 years old. Um, Roy is a stalwart in the community. He's a generous and he, and, he, and he runs his own, he runs his own business. He's 94. He goes to work every day. Uh, it's, his business is called Roy Mal. It's a, um, a coatings manufacturing business, a high end, and he's excited about where he's, the business, he, what's great, he's 94 and he's excited about the next chapter in the business. He likes to talk about uh, some of the sustainability products that they're developing in the coatings business. But he's been a fantastic supporter of the Newport Sunshine Initiative. I talk to him virtually every day or most every day. And um, now, on the positive, staying positive, 
this is what makes it so so important to me that Roy actually um, has a he goes he has to get dialysis and he's he's um, I think probably legally blind although that doesn't seem to stop him and um, he, he goes to the um, uh, the dialysis center about more than a half an hour away every other day for a number of hours basically pretty much the day and um, he despite all of these challenges he's the most positive person I know. And it keeps him going. Wow. And one of his great sayings, and you know, it's not a bad way to maybe even end this podcast for today and this week, is to generally when I uh, when I leave Roy and um, we've had our conversation, uh, he'll say, "Jay, stay positive." And that's my best. <laughs> that's my best impersonation I, I can do. But that's Jay, stay positive. And uh, and uh, and if Roy Malul at ninety four can be that positive energy, you know, that's just a wonderful thing. So we're uh, we're excited uh, about that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a a beautiful thing. And I think, yeah. um, you know, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I actually <laughs> I can't I can't say anything better. Than that. That's amazing. Stay positive. Stay positive. So, Ryan, I, I really thank you for um, for uh, being here with me today, and look forward to our next uh, next visit. Yeah, but thanks, this, for, uh, thanks for American having me. American Sunshine is really where it's at, and and uh, I hope that uh, we'll be able to share more inspirational stories and the power of belief. and And there's so many things happening. We you know we got some big announcements to make about the uh, the next steps of the Sunshine Initiative over the next uh, weeks uh, that are coming up. Sounds good. Thanks, Jay. Okay, thank you so much, and have a great week.